Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to get through this thing called life. Electric world. It means forever, and that's a mighty long time. But I'm here to tell you, there's something else. The afterworld. A world of never-ending happiness. You can always see the sun, day or night. So you, when you call up that shrink in Beverly Hills, you know the one, Dr. Everything will be all right. Instead of asking him how much of time, how much of your time is left, ask him how much of your mind, baby. Because in this life, things are much harder than in the afterworld. In this life, you're on your own. Dun, dun, dun. <laughs> and if the elevator tries to break you down, go crazy. Punch a high floor. Dun, dun, dun. <laughs> so that is Prince. Was, Let's go crazy. Yes. I love that song. I really? love that song. I've been listening to Prince for the past couple of days. So mm -hmm. um I yeah. Yes, my favorite. I don't know if I have a favorite. I really like Little Red Corvette. Mm -hmm. That's my jam. And also I want to be your lover, which as a kid, I'm like, he was talking about sex. Yes, he was. Very explicitly. Yes, he was. <laughs> so, but yes, love Prince. Yes, that's my favorite. I'm going to see if I can do some auto-tune <laughs> on mm. it. I mean, this literally could be spoken word. Like, mm -hmm. now that I, you know, like, and the lyrics are just on point i i love prince and he died too young that's all i have to say my daddy saw him in a concert mm -hmm. i was like how was that he's like yeah, yeah you know it was all right i was like what do you mean it's prince and a suspicious death wasn't there like yeah it was like drugs or something it was something like there was like yeah taking people out listen these doctors and they high doses drugs man but yeah, he's a uh, he's one that um, I've I've slowly grown to appreciate over time. You know, mm -hmm. just the music and his voice is just amazing. Yes. He died I in twenty sixteen. Gosh, mm. I appreciate that he was consistently like, "I am talented, and you are not." <laughs> the shade. I love that. <laughs> he yes. would let you know you you ain't shit. Mm -hmm. <laughs> honestly so, i want to get there someday um i'm approaching there i'm tr well i'm trying to approach there i think i mean that's the way to live when you i mean i think for him it was just like and him and michael back jackson had beef <laughs> so mm -hmm. um you know it's one of those things where you look at him and you're like supposed beef oh yeah supposed beef. michael's always competing with prince and prince <laughs> is like dude you're michael jackson exactly <laughs> and he was prince no one could compete with him yes yeah anyways rest in peace to a real legend and if you don't listen to prince shame on you Ugh. well welcome back everyone welcome welcome so episode six am i gonna uh, every time we do an episode i'm just gonna start <laughs> naming them and then when we hit like 50 something i'm just gonna be like what episode is this now i can't remember yeah well, yeah we keep count you know once we 
get to 10 episodes, we'll do like a special something. Oh, shit. Because it's not like we do it weekly. So 10 episodes, that's halfway uh, through the year. How many weeks? Yeah, it's a long time. Mm-hmm. Well, I think. I was... Oh, no, go ahead. Oh, I was going to say, I was going to count right now. Next week, uh, in two weeks, it'll be six. Four weeks, seven, eight weeks, eight. So by end of April, almost March. So mm-hmm. this is exciting. I, I love I love what we're doing here. So mm-hmm. yeah, I was just gonna say because I've been watching like a lot of like advice for creators and like um, so I was watching um Kevin on stage and he was saying like starting a podcast like you got to be prepared to at least do like a hundred episodes before you pop off. Yeah, because they were saying like. Like in this day and age, everyone's like, oh, let's start a podcast. And like the biggest thing why a lot of podcasts fails, consistency. Ah. Um, people just think like, oh, you just record and that's it. And there's a lot more work that goes into it. Right. And the being consistent, that's the hardest part for new podcasters. Um, so, But we have a lot to talk about. And yeah. I think what, because we do it bi-weekly, it gives us that more time just to be consistent i feel like if we did it weekly it would just be a lot oh no it'd be a lot and i couldn't i couldn't commit to every week right um but we can commit to you know bi-weekly and to be consistent in that and you know because sometimes it'd be podcasts you'd be like oh i enjoyed them and they just gone you're like well what happened (laughs) yep Yep, that definitely <laughs> happened to me. As I listened to Still Processing, the New York Times one, mm-hmm. and like, I mean, they're coming back now for another season. But I was like, when are y'all gonna like? I enjoyed your conversation. Yeah. You're just gone, so I may binge binge listen to them. Mm-hmm. But uh, yeah, yes. yeah, I think you and I are we're in it for the long haul. Um, until whatever you know i i really do we pop off because i think the content that we do is great uh we try to do social media you know we're we're still novice we're not doing the whole re i mean i've done a reels but it's been like just recording Mm -hmm. it but yeah some people have whole teams just for social media Mm -hmm. engagement and stuff like it's you know yeah. it's hard and the algorithm is also racist yeah i fucked up So, but yeah, this is episode six. I'm Tamia. I'm Destiny. And welcome back. What are we going to talk to? Oh, we're checking in. Yes. I'm happy. I'm so happy. That is great. (laughs) I found out that I really love my job this week. That is nice. I know. I I, um, uh, had like a parent-teacher conference and the parents were like yeah my daughter talks about you all the time and she just loves That's you good. and i'm like me you love me what did i ever do to deserve this um but yeah i just i yeah the energy that these children give to me is like it's none other so i really do enjoy my job i never i was afraid to admit it um at first but i'm just kind of claiming it because mm-hmm. You know, they always say, I'm always pushing to like be in the next position, be in something that's going to pay me more or be at somewhere where like I get recognized or have like mm-hmm. the recognitions. And, but I'm actually, for a while, I've just been kind of not really stressed about the future, but just being like, yeah, I don't know what's going to happen to me in the next two years. And just kind of being okay with that, like, mm-hmm. and just 
figuring it out, I guess, as I go. And I guess this is part of that, like post-college, like, you know, I, I think you're, you're geared like, okay, I'm in school for the beginning adolescence period of my life. And you know that after I go to high school for four years, I know I got to go to college for four years, but like, once you like accept those things, it's easy. And then after post like postgraduate school or post post undergrad, I feel like it's more of a, a free for all, which is very intimidating at first. Cause I, mm-hmm. I felt like I didn't have my shit together, but I kind of have my shit together now. And I'm, I'm slowly falling in love with what I'm doing. And I just, I'm just really happy that I, I've found this happiness now and I'm not stressed because like, I now understand like my worth ethic and what I can do and setting boundaries. And it's just been, it's been really fulfilling, mm-hmm. it's been really fulfilling. So I've been happy for the last couple of weeks and, you know, just talking to new people. So that's, that's good. Yeah. Actually, I don't know. Maybe we should talk about that. It's March. Maybe do like, it's a, also my birthday month. So, you know, yeah, maybe do like a, like a first quarter check-in um, of the year. Like mm-hmm. how do we feel like things are going and stuff? Um, but I don't know. We'll see, but me, I'm doing good. Um, <laughs> I was going to say for the check-in, I was going to be like, like MJ doctor, they killing me, <laughs> wow. but I'm actually doing very I'm great, so but I've been listening. I've been listening to a lot of Nikki, um, to get me like hyped up. Um, mm-hmm. for those that don't know, I just had a defense, um, yeah. this week. Um, I successfully defended my master's thesis, which was was weighing a lot on me, um, but it's done, you know, so through that process, it's taught me a lot about myself and um, like, I trust myself now, like I know how to work. I know the work is going to get done and I trust my skills and stuff. But now I'm moving into like, okay, you know how to do these things. You know how to, you know, pull all nighters if you have to. But it's like, do you know how to rest? Do you know how to cultivate joy while also, you know, accomplishing your goals and stuff? So that's the wave I've been on. So I don't know. I feel like I'm in a period of transition um, because I'm not in grind mode anymore. So for about like a month, I've been like, you know, working throughout the day and at night and just kind of boom, boom, boom. making progress and adapting to changes um because anyone who's done a thesis like there were so many things that I had to change last minute Um, take this out add this in add this analysis I'm just like it it was a lot um but also on my program it's like the thesis is a big deal because it's essentially like you can't move forward if you don't pass it (laughs) um so but yeah no it feels good I got some good feedback I got some compliments. Um, my committee told me that I'm a good writer. Of course um, you are. Duh. But you know, that's something I'm insecure about. You know, people say like, you, you know, people can compliment you, but they're like, no, like you're actually like a good writer. Mm-hmm. Um, Cause I'm very insecure about that. Cause you know, I'm, I'm black Southern English, you know, yeah. some words I don't be spelling right. I have Grammarly. Like, <laughs> I don't know where to put commas most of the time. So I be using them, yeah. them word checks. <laughs> I mean, I don't even know how to say words. I be telling people English is not my first language. So <laughs> like some things sound better to me and I know they're not technically grammatically correct, but it's like, they sound better to me. Right. 
like finna like that sounds better to me or yes. we was like i know it's we were but we like, was sounds better to me it does like so stuff like that uh, that's funny because i'm learning i'm learning um i'm in a, a literature language and global perspective class and so mm -hmm. we're talking about ebonics like ebonics is like the language that black people speak um across kind of like across the diaspora so a lot of these things like people are like yeah what are some of the words because I was in a group with like a bunch of white people and they were mm -hmm. asking me and I was like you know it's really hard for me to think because it's just kind of part of my vernacular it's part of my yeah. my vocabulary like for me to pick it up to pick up which words mm -hmm. uh are 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 like the ebonics is is kind yeah. of hard because it just flows so 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 well mm -hmm. But yeah, I, I get you. But no, mm -hmm. you, 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 I think that the confidence comes as the more you dive deeper into the work. Like I never thought I was a good writer up until maybe college, college, like soft junior, junior, senior year after like I started getting A's in, in Professor Kimberly Brown's class. I was mm -hmm. like, this is an A paper. Wow. Yeah. Uh, I was shocked. So Mm -hmm. Probably should have been an Afrikaners or English major, but you know, mm -hmm. science. Yeah, but it's also adopting to different styles of writing. Uh, yeah. And I'm in a white field, but also I'm pulling in like pieces about critical race theory and feminism and like a very white traditional topic. <laughs> um, so it's more so like that aspect um, yeah. where it's like more scientific writing, but I'm also merging and blending um, these more social sciencey um, mm -hmm. perspectives and it's right. like is this being conveyed right um so that's it but yeah i know this journey it's taught me a lot um this is two years of work in the making um i'm not like the the get excited type of person and that was also something i don't know which was weird um because it's like you you think about you know accomplishing a goal and hitting a milestone but then it's like when you hit it it's like um there's no euphoria yeah you think like this feeling is just automatically gonna come yeah or, so doesn't. like me I felt relieved I was also tired <laughs> um but it's also like I'm learning that it's a it's a choice sometimes to have joy and to be happy mm -hmm. um like you it's a practice so and you can't just wait on a feeling to happen. Like my therapist tells me, she's like, you can't wait for motivation. She's like, yeah. motivation comes with action. Ooh. So I feel like that's what I'm experiencing now. Like if I want to have joy, I have to make it a practice instead of just waiting for it to come. Mm -hmm. So, yeah, I, I agree. Cause yeah, that's my little soapbox. <laughs> And we'd love to we love to hear it and again congratulations is you getting lit tonight or nah nope, nope. <laughs> i have some wine coolers so for y'all that don't know i love wine coolers i don't give a damn i'm not the bougie wine drinker i like hood wine i don't care that's just what that's my shit mm -hmm. <laughs> but no i'm chilling it's been nice um Cause I've pretty much taken most of the week off besides like shit I had to do right. like classes, but I was like, I'm gonna watch TV today or I'm gonna just sit at home in my drawers all day. Like 
that's just been what I've been on right now. So jealous. Or like taking a nap and not setting an alarm to wake right. up. Oh, sh- well, is- that was me this <laughs> afternoon. It's so nice. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm, I'm really happy for you. And I'm so proud of you. And I can't wait to celebrate in person. No, just- I think that's also know. what it was. I couldn't like... If we weren't in a pandemic, I would like be around family mm-hmm. and it would be like, we'd have like a cookout. And so I was kind of feeling nostalgic in that sense. Right. Cause I was like, I really want some soul food, but I'm in the middle of Illinois. You yeah, you're not going to have... find out up there. You, you want to know what I got for soul food? It's quite sad. <laughs> so I went to the grocery store. <laughs> this is already a bad, a bad turn. <laughs> and you know how some grocery stores they have like the little fresh kitchen, you know, the little deli. <sighs> so I got some fried chicken from the grocery store, some mashed potatoes and gravy, oh and asparagus. That's and, not- <laughs> and they had cornbread. That was my soul food fix. <laughs> oh, oh, you need to go to uh, Chicago maybe this summer to get that soul food. Yeah, it was sad. Mm-hmm. So, <laughs> wow. Well, congratulations again. I'm proud of you. Well, Thank you. I mean, we have to celebrate this summer. I graduate, you know, so it's 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 just destined, like it's destined to happen. Mm-hmm. After I get this second shot of this vaccine, bitch, I'm out. I am. Don't catch mm-hmm. me out. Don't you won't catch me outside of New York. That's for sure. Mm-hmm. I'll be on a different different area, different plane every day. I'm trying to get my vaccine. Yeah. I think I can get it because technically it's for people. I think one of the requirements was your BMI. So if your BMI is greater than 30, which is considered obese, then you qualify. So I was like, I may be able to qualify that way. But I thought I saw Biden had passed that any adult can now get the vaccine. So... I don't know. It's been so random. Like, I know people, it's like, hmm. And they're like, yeah, I just got it. Yeah. I mean, I think that's what's happening, too. Like, when I went to the center, they weren't really checking IDs to see, you know, Mm -hmm. that I had any type of credential. I didn't lie. I just kind of put it in and they were like, yeah, you can get it. I was like, all right, cool. Bet. Here we go. So I get my next shot on the 27th. So right before my birthday. Mm -hmm. And um, yeah. It's going to be a free-for-all. Yeah. I mean, not a free-for-all. You know, I'm not mm-hmm. going to... I'm still going to try and do that. Yeah. But I would love... I just want to have fun outside again. Like, mm-hmm. I've been really disciplined to at staying at home. And it's hurt, you know, it's hurt relationships yeah. with, with friends. And so I... And, you know, my friends are now like, mm, all right, well, whatever you say. And it's like, I don't, I don't want to be that person that's flaky. I mean, I am a flaky yeah. person. Let's just, you know, I, I, I will claim it. I do flake a lot. Okay. Cause sometimes I just like being home, but mm-hmm. to be home, not by choice is not fun. Yeah. Me. Yeah. I feel like this summer there's maybe a light at the end of the tail, a light at the end of the tunnel, but we <laughs> gonna see. Yeah. We gonna see what the summer's looking like, but mm-hmm. I think for a lot of people there, it, it things feel more positive and right. optimistic. It doesn't feel as dark as it did last year. Mm-hmm. Well, it's been a year, you know, and I think yeah. we're just kind of like, you know, sh- shit is just popping off again. Restaurants are opening, you know. I got money to spend. I'm buying bags. I got my mm-hmm. bra- 
brand, uh, branded Blackwood bags today. Mm. Yes, I was. I was the troll that took y'all bitches bags. Okay, oh, everyone's God. complaining. I just logged into the site and everything is gone. Yes, it was me, ho. It was me. Okay, I got my denim mini trunk and I got my black po- uh, pony hair regular size trunk. It was me. I was the hoe, okay? So in April, when another drop comes, I'm still going to be trolling. It's trolling mm-hmm. again. Fire to your asses. And this is where I dropped the Nicki Minaj. <laughs> My goodness. <laughs> you know what I'm talking about? The Jamaican mob when they just, yes, that is me. I did it, bitches. I did well, it. Good home. for you. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> Yeah. So, wait, what is this? I don't know if y'all can hear me, but I'm eating chicken because that is my black joy. It's fine. Oh, I haven't eaten dinner yet. I got me some apple barbecue wings. Oh, Tati brought me um, buffalo wings for lunch today. Shout out to you, Tati. I love you for for thank you for doing that. Mm -hmm. That's so good. Sometimes a meal, you know, it just. It's we like, you know, I can't help you, but, you know, let me feed you. That was me. Nice. I, I tried to, you know, I, I'm always thinking of, of my friend. But, yeah, she definitely, we had lunch outside today. That's nice. It was just nice to be outside and walk mm-hmm. and, and, and just kind of see her. I haven't seen her since, like, last November. So, in person, at least. You know, mm-hmm. seen her virtually. But I got to hug my friend and just be in her presence and mm-hmm. love her to death. I just, you know, if the Lord sees fit, I just want a good cookout this summer. I miss Black stuff. Mm-hmm. Just Black people being Black and having fun. And some Mace, um, Mace Bob, uh, Beverly, what's his name? Uh, Beverly. Frank, was it? Oh, Frank Beverly. Yeah, Frankie Beverly. Uh-huh, and happy feelings in the air. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I just want, yeah. I mean, host one, and I'll be out there. I'm planning. I'm. I'm gonna. I'm coming to Illinois. I'll come to Illinois to see you. Yeah, you, you can post up. Yeah. And um, you know, just have a good. Maybe spend the weekend or you know four days in in Chicago or whatnot. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because I'm off from the 25th of June up until like September. So my schedule is open. I'm gonna be not at that. I'm not at that, but maybe mm-hmm. a, maybe a hoe. I'll be. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, just kidding. Who knows? Who knows what will happen? That is true. I'm still waiting on the aliens. What? I just you know because look. So much crazy stuff be happening. So I'm just like, what's down the pipeline? That's what I'm waiting on, the UFOs. But maybe they don't even want to fuck with us because we got too much shit going on. I mean, (laughs) if they want to take people, they should be taking um, all of the racists. And they take Ted Cruz. Like, I'm sick of him. Like, we can get to the... Why don't we get to the shenanigans? All right, let's do it. It's some people getting on my nerves. Yeah. All right, so welcome to the shenanigans section of our podcast where we talk yes. about trash, trash, trash. Mm-hmm. 
All right, I'm finna start. So I think it was a few weeks ago, but you know, we're bi-weekly. So Ted Cruz, I don't know if you saw, he was speaking at some, you know, Republican conservative thing in Florida. And he, I don't know what's wrong with him, but he feels like he's like a comedian almost. So he was giving this speech and he was like, I love Orlando. It's awesome. Get the fuck out. <laughs> but he's Ew. like, not as nice as Cancun. And even the conservatives started booing him because there was that whole thing where yeah. when Texas was freezing and people didn't have power and shit, oh my gosh, and then he yeah. went to Cancun. And they're like, why are you making this joke? He's just very strange and weird. He's terrible. Mm -hmm. And then he blames it on his daughters and he left the fucking dog to freeze. And it's I just like, that. what is wrong with him? He needs help. Yeah, he does. I don't know what he needs. Maybe therapy. And he gonna try to wear a Texas mask. Like, fuck you. Mm -mm. <laughs> I don't just leadership. They are all terrible. And Biden, like the stimulus, you know, finally got voted on and passed. But I mean, niggas didn't vote you in for you to bomb lollygagging. Yeah, and not give us our stimulus checks. That's why we voted you in. But now it's coming, y'all. But but y'all expect shit to be popping off day one. Come on now. It is March. <laughs> well, it has, today it he is hasn't March even 12. had one hundred days in the the White House yet. Okay, but niggas freezing. People are losing their apartments. You're right, you're right. It's like, but you got time to bomb shit, but you ain't got time to get these stimulus out. That's all I'm saying. I'm we didn't so ask for that. You just I'm wanted our checks. So we don't like you. Yeah, like we, people are really struggling. Yeah. And right, I know I'm right. always ranting about that, but like yeah. it's really hard out here for some people. Yeah. Yeah. Sometimes I be forgetting because I, you know. Um, I, I am fortunate enough to not have to worry about that stuff, but mm -hmm. yeah, I, I, my heart goes out to those really struggling and, and need things need, need to actually need the money. Oh my gosh. I saw, um, you got, I got to send you this video. Um, my friend posted on, on Instagram of a Jamaican rapping about the stimulus checks. It's so funny. It is so funny, but yeah, Ted, fuck Ted Cruz. I don't really care. I don't really care for him. Like, I don't really be paying attention. I don't formulate an opinion about mm -hmm. them. Like, he's just a, another white man that exists in, Amer in America. Like, and yeah. just, you know, the I think racists get the most attention mm -hmm. when they- He's just not even likable. Like, even for, like, conservative asshole politicians, mm -hmm. he's just not likable. Yeah. <laughs> I get, yeah. You're true, so true. Wow. Anyways, moving on. Who's next? Do you want to talk about... Do you want to go big or small? Let's go small and then escalate. Okay, so we kind of talked about the stimulus a little bit. Mm -hmm. um, what do I want to talk about next? Oh, the reed has bucket hats. I want to. I wish I could wear bucket hats. My head is just too big for mm -hmm. a bucket hat. I like them, but I have a round face. So you know that meme of the little boy with the little beanie, and he got like the really round face. <laughs> no, That's but... how I look. I'm sending it to you. It's an old man. He's in like a burgundy beanie, mm -hmm. a baby, and he has a very round face. That's how I look in hats. Wow. I also have a big ass head. Oh, so this is. I don't even know if this is a topic, but this is just me being petty. 
I'm sick of people on the internet calling black women bald-headed bitches. Like, first of all, a lot of us cut our hair off because we want to. It doesn't mean I can't grow hair. And if I can't, still, whatever. But I choose to cut my hair off. So why am I a bald head bitch? Meanwhile, you bald too. Mm-mm. Y'all out here hat fishing, out here mm. hiding your bald spots under your do-rag. I'm so So bad. don't come for me because I got a hairline. That's all I'm saying. Like you need to get that touched up out here hat fishing and do-rag fishing. But now I'm bald or, or I can't grow hair. I just want to say that. Like some of these men, y'all be like talking down to women, calling them ugly. And it's like, have you looked in the mirror? You, you, you not, you, you ain't nobody's Idris or Kofi out here. Oh my gosh. That's all I'm saying. Like your part is jacked up. Like it's your lineup, like your hairline. You got about three more haircuts until it's gone. So I just want to say that because people be out here disrespectful. Why, why you had to take that? <laughs> <laughs> I just feel like somebody need to tell y'all the truth. Oh, man. And y'all got little dicks. Probably. I mean. <laughs> you don't got a big dick. That's why you insulting women. Like, what, what is under your do-rag, sir? Uh, tell uh, me. A receding hairline. That's what's under his, or nothing at all. <laughs> they have the Tory, the Tory lens. Oh. You can see they said his head looks like a Reese's cup. Yes, yes, <laughs> yes. That's what you said two weeks ago. Ugh, it's so true. I just want to say that. I don't, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I just felt well, like it needed to get off my chest. We appreciate it. Cause I mean, I'm not bald headed, so I can't relate, but I, yeah. I, I, I'm in your corner. I will fight whoever I need to fight. Cause mm-hmm. that shit is unacceptable. Yeah. I just don't, I don't understand. I don't, I don't know where it comes from. Why men need to impose their ideas and their thoughts onto women. Like we give a fuck about what you have to say yeah like there's no ring on my finger there's no you know you're not beating this pussy up you're not (laughs) it's true like you you have no ties to me so what the fuck like keep your comments to yourself tell that to a bitch who you who who you in love with like us regular women don't want to hear it we don't care men will be like oh wear your natural hair but they don't be like oh i don't want you wearing weave or then they tell you to wear weave and it's just like i don't care mind your business just mind your business they don't need to mm, mm, mm. oh all right well thank you for that informative <laughs> um announcement because did you hear about on um, papa john's no i did not <laughs> papa john's guy. What happened? so you know the owner of papa john's right Uh, so a few years ago it came out i think he's italian but you know what um so it came out that he was racist and he's been caught saying the n-word multiple times yeah i know that yeah so that's not no new news i think he also like it was something with like colin kaepernick or something he was saying like it's disrespectful i feel like that was also a thing but you know just being racist so he had an interview and he said that he has been in a race. Hold on. I want to get the wording right. He said he's been undergoing like tr- trainings 
like race trainings like diversity um, shit. yes but specifically to teach him not to say the n-word it's not that hard though just but he said he's been like doing this for months let me find the video but like just don't say it at all like it's really hard you don't it doesn't have to ever appear in your vocabulary yeah, but he's ever. been probably saying this his whole life why i just want to find it because it made me cackle because i was like who is doing this training but who the hell is he calling a nigga he just i don't know maybe like it just be slipping it. out his tongue like oh my people bad that eat it dominoes i don't know He'd be like, damn, you went to Domino's? Fuck you, nigga. No, that's a hard ER. Fuck you, nigger. I'm sorry, I'm cussing a lot today. I had a potty mouth. Don't, don't, don't sue me. That's all I gotta say. I really want to send it to you. Let me find this. It cracked me up because he's been like in this training for like months. I still can't I get it together. <laughs> he says he has more sessions to go. And I was just like, maybe he's going through shock therapy. I just, I don't know, like <laughs> white people or non black people, non black people in general. Mm-hmm. Why are you so pressed to say nigga? Why are you so pressed? I don't know. It's like they press, 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 press. Cardi don't need no press. Hit them hoes, put them hoes to rest. I don't even know if that's the right word. And I know like some black people don't say nigga. And I respect that. But like, if you're not black, just don't say it. Mm-hmm. I don't care if your black friend gave you a pass. Don't you come around me saying it. Yep. It's, it's, it's not simple. You're not my friend. It's not simple. It's not your word to say anymore. I'm not your I'm not your slave and I'm not your bitch. I mean, it just shouldn't shouldn't even appear in your vocabulary. I don't know. It's just like why is it so hard? Cause like we make stuff cool or trendy. Yeah. Like there are slurs that I have no desire to say, and it was never a question for me. Yep. It was just like, okay, that's just a word I don't say. Yep. Right, right. <laughs> that's very true. Speaking of racism, do you want to talk about Meghan and Harry? What is going on with the Brits? Do you want to give the folks a breakdown? <laughs> yes, the Brits. So Meghan and Ari had an interview on Sunday, March. When was it? When was the uh, uh, shock, shocking interview, darling? Put in, put in. <laughs> it was March 7th. Megan and Ari uh, sat down with Oprah Winfrey and they talked about lots of scandalous things, starting with uh, Megan going through uh, a very bad mental health thing. I think I'm going to just do the entire segment in this accent. I'm so sorry to all my Brits out there. But uh, Megan was very suicidal and at the point where self-harm was a big problem for her and she reached out to uh, the institution. I really love how they said the institution, like, and it's like, like the institution is not a person, it's multiple people. So she reached out to the institution and asked for help and they said it would look bad on the institution for her getting help with her mental with their mental health which makes no sense uh 
And so she eliminated the problem, you know, she left uh, with her, her wonderful husband. I don't know if you've ever seen Harry and that meme where he got that, the, the Jamaican guns pointing up to somebody like, hey, yo, don't try me, bruh. It's not happening. <laughs> so, um, and then <laughs> my favorite part is when uh, there were conversations about the color of Archie's skin. What color will Archie come out today, brethren? And Oprah said, what? <laughs> what? Who is having that conversation? I said, Oprah, why are you so dramatic? So um, if many of you don't know, when a white man and a black woman or a black man and a white woman have a baby, the baby often turns out a lighter skin complexion, not too, uh, not too dark, you know, not 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 dark like coffee but maybe you know they put a lot of cream cream in it okay with lots of sugar <laughs> so anyways uh yeah there's and and so that was another thing and then ari came and ari said bana talk to me father them my father he's oprah said are you oprah said are you talking to your dad dad said harry no no harry said silence i said there's the racism <laughs> he's not talking to his brother either right yep 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 well they, I mean, they aren't and they are. So uh, I think a lot of what the news was saying, which I be kind of believe that there was a rift between the two of them. And I, I knew kind of was true. Um, but also, also that one article that talked about when um, they said that Megan made, uh, what's her name? Uh, what's the, the William's wife's name? Kate cry. Oh, Kate. And it was the other way around. I was like, of course she did. Of course she did. Beautiful Megan, of course, Kate made her cry. Wait, why did she make her cry? Something about like it was days before their wedding, and there was something. Wait, like, Kate about, made Megan cry, or yes. Megan Kate cry? Oh, Kate made Megan cry, not um, the other way around. What did she do? They were like discussing about the the um the wedding plans, and then her dad came up in in the subject and something to that nature. I don't know what it was, but mm -hmm. um, I don't really remember, but pretty much, yeah, it was the other way around. So, but mm -hmm. at the end of the story, we know that the queen, the queen and Philip are not the racist, quote unquote, because Harry talks to them more frequently on the Zoom. Um, but we know, I'm, I am guessing that it is Charles, Charles and Camilla that are the racists in the family, as well as the uh, brothers and the cousins as well. I mean, you know, maybe mm -hmm. sprinkle in the, um, the, the William as well. But William said, we are not a racist family. But, you know, when, when, uh, when you say you're not racist and you're white, it's probably 99.9%. Mm -hmm. And you're colonizers. Okay, you're probably racist. Mm -hmm. 
um, <laughs> but they um they cut them off right they cut them off mm-hmm. they went um to the british columbia but the thing the thing about that i found shocking about the interview i'm going to change back into my regular american accent because this is thank a lot you. of work thank you <laughs> I enjoyed that though. I thought it was really entertaining. Um, I don't know if it was going to turn out good, but we'll see when I start editing. But um, yeah, when they, I, the way that I had thought that Megan and Harry were going to step back was like, we still want to like be a part of the royal families and like you know come to the the their Kentucky Derby whatever and do like the you know the meets and greets. <laughs> I know it's not the Kentucky mm-hmm. Derby. But I know what it's called you know do the meets and greets and and whatnot um but they just wanted like space like they just wanted to like do shit that was conducive to them and so Mm -hmm. I think it got to the point where then it was like all right they're gonna step back now they have to figure out how to fund themselves and you know who's the real OG in all of this the real OG in all of this is Diana long live I finna ride for 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 princess diana or megan the same way that my granny mm-hmm. died for um princess diana because the only way mm-hmm. that they were able to like escape was because of diana's inheritance mm-hmm. for harry mm-hmm. um and and then it they so they got cut off no security so they were just everybody knew where they were out in in vancouver in in um in canada and so they had to move. They moved to LA. So Tyler Perry offered up his home, his security. And now they found somewhere to live with, with baby Archie. Archie is now saying the words, um, bye-bye and um, drive safe. I wonder if he'll have a, an, a British accent or an American accent. That'd be fun. <laughs> She's having a girl, right? Yeah, they're having a girl. I really pray. I hope she's the girl child. I I just there's gonna be like because Megan already got slammed for like her mixed boy child, but like a girl child, and depending on what the child looks like, like I hope she's black and has curly hair. And then I hope Mm -hmm. that when she's of age, she finna run up on them at the palace and says, Where is my shit? Grandma yeah. Elizabeth, promise me a cut of this pay. You finna pay me, ho. Okay. Did you watch the interview? I did watch the interview. Oh, it was I did. good. It was really good. They spilled more tea than at the Boston, the Boston Tea Party. <laughs> <laughs> it was it was a really good interview. And um, you know, I we we always knew Ari has. She calls him has. We all knew that Harry was the 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 real one out of this you know i i expected him i expected nothing less but yeah mm-hmm. that was pretty much what it was and so you know there was statements put out by buckingham palace were surprised about this but like even like right before they did the interview buckingham palace was like investigating um megan and her being bullying people and it's like time time t- time again after time again the white people refuse to stop, not even stop, but like just acknowledge the bullshit yeah. and like deny to see the comparison that, mm-hmm. that, that to, to, I don't, I just, yeah. It's also like when they were cooperating and doing, you know, the photo ops and all that, like Megan was being harassed. Like people were just shitting on her all the time, like in the news outlets 
But it's like y'all didn't come, y'all didn't come to her defense. Y'all didn't stick up for her. So now she's spilling tea, and y'all, y'all want to be yes, y'all. I'm recording. <laughs> I'm sorry. Hold on, y'all. My mama, my mama. Hold on, I'm gonna pause. All right, sorry, y'all. My mama was like banging on. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I thought there was a killer but I was not ready so so sorry about that um um yeah <laughs> anyways go, going back to Mag- Megan and Ari yeah um, like people like shit on her like and I can only imagine what it's like to deal with that level of pressure mm-hmm and critique and just being outright violent and vile and so it's like i don't feel sorry for buckingham palace y'all will be fine y'all are colonizers we not racist yes y'all are y'all colonized like how many countries too many like how you think you you so rich you got these riches you didn't this was not no fair and square murder and rape that is how you did it murder and rape so it's like so traumatic i don't feel bad for the queen that old ass nigga i don't feel bad for him (laughs) william he looks crazy god took his hair he is not aging well that's because he he be doing slimy shit to kate right my mom said when you do good you age good like ari she said with people like people that been you know they do good they do good unto others they look blessed like angela bassett but none of them look like they are aging gracefully no no harry looks he looks about the best of it i mean he little balding but his brother william looks a little and some of them in the the palace it's not politically correct but they look like inbreds and that's all i'm finna say that's all i'm finna say (laughs) y'all worry about the baby's skin color and it's like Ah! y'all all y'all Y'all not cute. Y'all Even need, with all this money. Y'all need some melanin up in there. Okay, start making y'all look younger. <laughs> Let's like diversify the gene pool. Cause okay. y'all, y'all not cute. Okay. And I hope, you know what? I just hope it, all of this comes at backstabs with these younger babies. I hope they find a real black boy, real black ghetto youth them up in up in um whatever place in England and just, you know, get on with the Caribbean-ness and, um, you know. Did whatever. you see the meme? And it was like, baby Archie gonna be Killmonger. <laughs> Talking about, hey, Auntie. <laughs> <laughs> That one made me laugh. <laughs> but like, y'all worry about the baby's skin color, but like Megan Loki, if I didn't look twice and I didn't see her mother, I would assume she was a white woman with a tan. I'd be like, oh, she, she got a little tan. She, y'all acting like she out here, you know, Viola Davis, like Megan looks white. Yeah, yeah. They I, was worried I mean, about some, they was worrying about them black jeans from a few generations popping up. I mean, I just hope it pops <laughs> up in this little girl, okay? I pray that she's black. Give it's it to also, me. it's like, y'all always shitting on Americans and how, oh, we don't have racism in other countries. And it's, it's like, okay, racism's everywhere. Yeah, but the thing is- It's, it's not just Americans. It's like, also, like, you had to extrape, escape. They had to ex- escape extreme racism and come to uh, America. Can you imagine? Like, America. America is hella racist. 
but mm-hmm. the idea that in order to get away from what they like it must have been really bad like i would yeah I don't know. I think the thing about America, we know we racist. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's just a part of life. Be like, yeah, okay. The fuck? But I think we have a better time at calling out the racism. Um, I don't know, and and just holding people accountable. In a yeah, way. I think I don't know. I'm not from another country, so I can't speak. But I know there are people bringing light to it. But I think it's probably in other countries. A lot of people want to act like their shit don't stink too like oh we don't have that problem here and it's like but y'all do like racism looks different in different places so i think because people it doesn't look the same way as it does in america they assume that it doesn't exist and it's like racism exists everywhere yeah like even your like colleges institutions Mm -hmm. workplaces like there's racism everywhere because it's literally ingrained in everything um so I mean, I don't care about them. I'm glad Megan. Um, I hope she protects her mental health. Yeah. Because that's some real shit. And people being like, oh, she's rich. How can she be suicidal? And it's just like, fuck y'all. <laughs> just just want to hit people with a brick sometimes. Just dumb. <laughs> it's true. I no, I mean Bethany Frankel. No money her. in the world. No no type of fame in the world like you're at the end of the day you're still a person and people go through yes. different shit all the time just you can't judge the people mm-hmm. and she's what she's a black well i don't know if she she identifies black, she but she's identifies a multiracial as, yeah she identifies as biracial she's a biracial woman experiencing harm so like yep i don't know yep yep it's like, how could she not, you know, be dealing with some mental health struggles? Honestly, I just feel like when Black people and marginalized people experience mental health issues, it's because of the state. It's because of governmental institutions. Because mm-hmm. she probably wouldn't be feeling as bad as she was and feeling like taking her own life if she wasn't experiencing such harm and no protection. Yeah. And it's just like, oh, this is also another thing. Sorry, I'm ranting. That's it's just okay. like when you're when you're experiencing harm, don't tell me to self-care. I need help. I need safety. I need resources. So it's like in Megan's case, even though she was very rich, it's like but they were still she had the money and resources, but like she's experiencing harm. So it's like yoga is not finna help you nah. when people are calling you a nigger monkey bitch. <laughs> wow, that was extreme. <laughs> No, but I mean, she even said that, like, it wasn't, it's not about her. Like, she couldn't, they were trapped. She said she didn't have access to her passport, her driver's license, her car keys, her birth certificate, all of the things she needs to get away. Like, mm-hmm. it was tied up, like, it was above her. So, like, to say, oh, why couldn't they just leave? It takes time. Like, yeah. You don't and know. It's like, if she's this very rich person in the midst of royalty and she, is experiencing shit. What do you think poor people are going through? What do you think the regular everyday black woman who works with all white people are experiencing? Just terrible. Anyways, fuck, fuck the Brits. Oh, Sharon Osbourne, (laughs) fuck her too. Did you see that? I didn't see that. No. The show, The Talk, it's a, it's like a bootleg, The Uh, View, but they've been on for a minute. Yeah. So Cheryl Underwood's on there. She's she's the black lady on that show. Eve was on there for a minute, but I think she left. Mm-hmm. Do you know Cheryl Underwood? 
Yes, a black lady. She's Have you seen? Oh, yeah. I was going to give you a reference, but you know her. She's the black lady from Beauty Shop, the monkey bread lady. I've never seen Beauty Shop. Wait, really? Have Beauty Shop? I, haven't seen, I haven't seen that one in a long time, so I have to watch that. I probably you have to watch, watch that it. Yeah. It's good. It's good black TV mm-hmm. entertainment. And I love Queen Latifah. Yeah. Oh, she's in the Equalizer. I yes. Have you watched it? No, not It's yet. good. Okay. I trust it. You. It does my heart good to see a black woman beating on rapists. Like I just so weak. And she like looks she, good in it too. Yes, her hair be slayed. It's just it feels good because like the world is terrible. And it's like, okay, this black woman is like, well, the police ain't gonna do shit. So I'ma do it and I'm gonna take mm-hmm. these, I'm gonna take these rapists out. Like I love that. Love Queen Latifah. But yes, it's a good show. I watched it at random one day. It's very good. Okay. Yeah, I gotta check it out. I haven't watched it yet, so that will be a treat. Maybe I'll watch it over the over the weekend. I don't know. But yeah, what uh, oh, the Megan and Irene. Let's go back to that. Oh yeah, Cheryl oh, yeah. Underwood. Yes. Um. So there's this clip that went viral, and basically Sharon Osbourne, she was doing her white woman weaponizing her tears, talking about how it's so hard when you're paid to give your opinion and you can't feel like you're being honest. She was basically just gaslighting and being like, you know, because she was defending Piers Morgan, who's been like attacking I Megan. Am from day one yeah and it's just like a lot of people are a lot of white people are like well asking about skin color that's not racist or maybe they didn't mean it that way like there's a lot of people trying to make excuses right and being like but it's like not calling a thing a thing but the problem is is like i understand like oh what color the kid is gonna be but also just look it up like that like do your racism quietly at least like that's just um i don't know Let's just be tweaking. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's like I think people just like when y'all put yeah. pink nipples on black on black skin. Don't do that shit. Don't do that shit. But it's like it's like <laughs> even black people do this with children and skin color. They'll be like, look at the baby ears. That means the baby gonna be dark. So like that's something we do as black people. Yeah. So it's like you think white people aren't finna be skeptical. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. or like i don't know it's just like white people really not even just white people non-black people they really don't want to be called racist and they get mad when you call them racist or be like this thing you did was racist right and then it's like why are you even talking to me about this like i don't know it's just white people really coming out the woodwork defending this and it's like i'm not finna let a white person tell me what's racist yep just like me as a straight woman i'm not finna tell lgbtq people what's homophobic and what's mm-hmm. not so it's just like y'all can miss me with that miss me with that bullshit people be you already know you's a taurus a taurus i'll be blacking out i'll be blacking out that was a big thing oh the yeah Uber thing do you want to talk about that yeah let's talk about that one <laughs> fuck them bitches what the fuck it was very crazy. What the fuck? Painful to watch. What the fuck? I and mean, there was a black girl in there. Two of them, not just one, but two of them, and they getting and they getting mad that that uh when this the man tried to snatch back, I I just just watching the whole thing was upsetting because you're paying someone a service and they asked I don't know if he was on the freeway and he told him to get out like that's sir like that's kind of od. But like at the end of the day, like this people, this is a person who's providing you a service. At the least you could do is be respectful 
respectful, right? Don't be caught. You know, it's a very sensitive thing. It's a uh, Corona time. Like this shit is kill actually killing people. It's not a joke. It's somebody, mm-hmm. somebody's life is not a joke. Okay. And then don't be all defensive when, when I think it's always a problem when women like, or not even a problem, but I think people don't think that women can also be violent and like assault other people and, and think mm-hmm. that it's okay. It's not okay. It's not, it's never okay for anyone, man, woman, non-binary, anyone to put your hands on nobody you don't know and assault yeah. them. And then people and, and then bitches in the back talking about, don't put your hands on her. She put his hands on her first, snatched his whole mask out of his face. So you telling me I'm not I'm not supposed to defend myself because she's a woman? Nah, fuck out of here. Fuck out of here. I'm just I mean I if hope it was I, me, I would have pimp slapped her. I would have I would have maced them all if I had I would have sprayed something on them. Even if I just had bleach, I don't know. You got me fucked up. That, I was sprayed some gorilla glue or something. Now y'all fucked up. Yeah. Because people and the y'all only- don't respect service workers. Y'all don't. This man no. just trying to get his little get his little coin. Y'all probably didn't even tip because y'all ashy as fuck. Like, <laughs> like you come in this man's car being disrespectful. Y'all were doing a lot. It wasn't cute. Y'all not funny. Like. Mm-hmm. Y'all trying to make fun of this man for making a living. It's like, do y'all even, y'all not rich yourselves. So I, I'm just, it just brought me back to being a customer service worker and dealing with crazy people projecting shit onto you. And it's like, I'm just trying to make a living and I don't feel safe right now. People, and it's also at the beginning of this pandemic, it was all that promo, like, oh, thank you, service workers risking your lives and it was all this like the service workers are the true heroes and now look at where we are mm-hmm. that's why i tip well like if if you can't afford to tip you can't afford to do you can't afford yeah. to order the food or to get the ride or whatever mm-hmm. the fuck like that's why i tip well i tip generously especially if it's a black person right but sometimes yeah. some niggas i got beef with <laughs> Because I feel like sometimes y'all be taking a little sip for my drink. Ew. I'm just, I don't want to profile, but you ever seen a, a dasher and you're like, this nigga looks sketch. <laughs> or it'll be a different well, person I don't from the order. picture. Or they be using their girl's account. So you be thinking it's like a woman bringing your food and then no. it's her nigga because he's using her account. That happens. <laughs> no. I, I don't order and I don't order I don't order enough to know to know that's what's happening to y'all I, that y'all being scammed out here by y'all delivery by your Uber Eats and your Grubhub Mm-mm, yeah but no people be rude to people in customer service and it's just like don't be trash it be that be upset me I just like why can't people just wake up and just will try to be a decent human being like it doesn't take that much it doesn't take it doesn't take you that much time or effort to just be a decent person mm-hmm. like that's it end of discussion I don't know it just I'm just I would have pimp slapped them you know sometimes people just need a good ass whooping because y'all been getting by ain't nobody check y'all on y'all shit exactly it's just I would have slapped them ripped them lashes off or something I'm so weak so weak wow yeah they I hope I hope they get charged 
I hope somebody press charges. Mm-hmm. And the thing well, you saw the, they've been banned. That's not enough. That's not enough. She was banned from Uber and Lyft. <laughs> Damn, you got it bad. You ain't never <laughs> no car service again. You finna have to learn how to drive. Zip car. <laughs> that was so wrong of you. I hope they banned her there too. <laughs> nah, nah. But honestly, honestly, I just the and you know what's funny? She also had posted her own quote unquote video. Not showing the altercation, showing the back of the, the fucking um driver's seat and whatnot. Like, nah, I mean, and you know what what the thing is, like, you know, I have family members who are taxi drivers, and so I could mm-hmm. only imagine what it was like to drive around new people of nuisance and the shit that they have yeah. to do when it comes to comes to that shit i mean i've always thought of like doing that as extra cash but i'm like i don't want somebody fucking up my shit yeah and like as a woman you gotta be safe because yeah. that's something i be thinking about um, when i be seeing like you know right women. drivers that are like especially like young women it's like yeah. it's weirdos cute. out here especially when you be going into buildings and stuff um like apartments it's yeah. a lot yeah yeah well good luck with that good luck all right next um next do you watch do you watch married at first sight <laughs> yeah you told me to watch it and i haven't watched it yet no, we're not gonna talk about it there's okay. an ashy nigga chris on there but yeah i gotta i gotta um i gotta i gotta watch that did you see Zia Wade's interview with Michelle Obama? I saw part of it. She she looks so bomb. Damn girl, can can I get your braider? I need I to know. get get my hair slayed like you for like you sis. I just wish when I was her age, I had cute hairstyles like that. Because mm-hmm. I was still wearing bobos. what is she like ten or eleven or something? Maybe thirteen. Okay, thirteen. Cause she her hair red now. Before it was blue. <gasps> You know what I love though? I love mm-hmm. Kavia. Have, I oh yes, Kavia's an ancestor. She's not impressed. She does not want to be here. Have you seen the video of her um, eating that cook that cracker on, with peanut butter? She goes, "Yummy! Wow! Thank you, thank you!" And her mom goes, "Can I have a piece?" And she puts her hand <laughs> up in front of her and goes, "No." <laughs> yes. Oh, I love that little lady. Kavi has been here before. She is going to tear people up. You know who else I love? Who else? China Ann McLean. She is so funny. Do you know China Ann? She was on Black Lightning, Tyler Perry's House of Pain. You've seen her TikToks. Yes, I do love her. Yes, I, I, yes. she's funny. I like her. I need to I need to um follow her on Instagram. No, but I haven't watched what much of what she's doing, but yeah, nah. Her TikToks, she's my hair inspo. Oh, yeah, she be having her hair. Her be, hair and makeup. Hair I just fire. love it. Just carefree, here for it. But yes, back to Zia Wade. Mm-hmm. Interview with Michelle Obama. Very cute. Ooh, excuse me. Very cute. And then here come the trolls. <laughs> so I don't know. What do the trolls do? Jay Boog. I don't know if you know who Jay Boog is. I don't know who Jay Boog is. I don't. B2K, a nigga from B2K. Have you seen You Got Served? 
Oh, you, you all get the reference. <laughs> yes. Take my black card. I have not. Nigga. So you know Omarion a little fizz. Yes. I know Omarion. Other niggas. Yeah. You still don't know. But anyways, that's that's how <laughs> relevant. J Bug. So the people that have come out on Trolls Highway, J Bug, Lil Mama, Lil Mama of my lip glosses popping, Lil Mama of that went on stage when Jay-Z and Alicia Keys was performing. Um, that little mama, the one who people say also looks like Bow Wow, and you've never seen him in the same place. You don't know who little mama is? No, I'm shaking my head because oh. I know, I know, I know what you're about to say is going to be some trash and some bullshit. Yeah, so they say they say the Zia Wade interview with Michelle Obama is 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 part of the agenda. You know this new age agenda. Get the fuck out. What the fuck? And also... Why can't niggas just mind their business? I'm one of them auntie shows. I'm one of them bootleg networks. Uh, Claudia Jordan, she was like, I just hope Zia Wade doesn't change her mind when she gets older. And it's just like... Mind your business. Mind your business. Is that your child? (sighs) (laughs) And I mean, you know what the thing is? Most likely, whatever they say... I mean, and 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 if she does, who... Is that that's not that's not in your business? Who do get, you who, do you pay my bills? Do you pay her bills? At the end, they could never get on her level. Okay, they are could, you feeding? Like you see who she talking to? She talking to Michelle Obama. You will never talk to Michelle Obama. You will never be. You will never meet Gabrielle Union. You will never meet Dwayne Wade. You'll never have. You'll never amount to that fortune because oh my god! It's just people be. You be so pressed about other people, kids. Like and I, y'all I can't even take care people. of your own. Can't even take care of your own. And it's just like you know, I'm not taking advice from a a, a little mama or J book. <laughs> so annoying. People people get on social media and think they be preaching or saying something. Open your third eye. It's the agenda. Like what agenda for what? Like people have been gay and people have been trans, so just stop. Exactly, we've they've all <laughs> they've uh, they've always been here. They've always existed. Know what you need to watch? Have you saw? Have you seen the um, documentary on Netflix? I forgot what it's called. Um, with I'm behind on TV. Uh, so what is it called? Hold on. With um. I've been watching nature documentaries though. I know it's mad random. <laughs> it's called Disclosure. Watch that. What is it? It's about a look at Hollywood's depiction of transgender people and the impact uh, uh, of this on American culture. Oh, is that with Laverne Cox? Yeah. Okay, I remember. Yeah, that came out a bit ago. Yeah. S- so fuck, fuck everyone. Just mind your business. It don't cost you nothing. Unless someone's being harmed, just, then step just, in. Just, just, just. I'm all about mind your business, but then if you like see someone being harmed, then step yeah, in. Yeah, 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 yeah. Not when it comes to the to the R. Kellys of the world. Oh, then you step in. <laughs> Oh my gosh, what's next? 
that's all I have for the trash. I don't yeah. know if there's anything else. I don't. Oh, did you see Lizzo? When Lizzo, okay, Lizzo went online. Someone on her live was like, how do you deal with being obese? Lizzo says, you know, she wakes up fat. She she gets out of her fat king size bed then she walks into her fat kitchen and then cries every time she looks at her bank account because she makes another fat million dollars i just fucking love lizzo just dragging these bitches out here right like lizzo deserves so much better like leave her alone people just wake up and choose to be mean to lizzo because they have their own phobias and and discomforts to figure out it's like, oh, she's not healthy. Bitch, she'll be running and singing and playing her instruments. Can you do that? You'd be walking up two steps and be like, <laughs> mind your business. Leave her alone. And people be like, well, I just don't like Lizzo. Okay, why don't that- you? Why don't you? Why do you dislike her? Let's okay. unpack that. <laughs> She's talented. Okay. I don't like her music. That's fine. But That's why fine. are you over here? commenting on her appearance and her weight and shit i feel like what i feel like though because once people become celebrities like uh, uh, lowly people think they are entitled to the to comment i don't know for some for some strange reason like your life is now on display so i have i have the right to comment oh because it's my free speech but i mean if none of this is really affecting you or is um indirectly like moving or 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 influencing your day-to-day life what the fuck what like just yeah. mind your business it's, it's also like more of the story same, same niggas will go on meg the stallion's page be like yes queen body yaddy yaddy lizzo post a video in a bikini you fat disgusting pig like y'all just don't like that women you don't like fat black women and you don't like when they're confident and comfortable mm-hmm. like you just don't want to see it and i just y'all need to just say that instead of disguising it as other shit or she be doing the most that's what celebrities do they do exactly. the most exactly because you know why they deserve <laughs> it right they make their money they grind it hard and they're allowed to do whatever the fuck they want if yeah. be naked on a beach let her be naked on a beach right all but- to her <laughs> Like Are these you male rappers, male artists, they be having the same basic little outfits, same basic little songs, and y'all go what for it. So just shut the fuck up. Just suck a dick and die. And Sweetie, I'm going to just leave it at this. Sweetie, whatever this hood aesthetic you're going for is confusing. I don't think you grew up in the hood. You come from a nondescript area of the Bay. I'm just saying, niggas I know from the Bay will tell you what street, what block. It's the same thing niggas from New York City. They want to tell you. It's like, I don't know where that is because I'm not from there. But they <laughs> tell you. Why are you dragging me? <laughs> it's, I'm just, this, these are just observations. Yeah. <laughs> so if someone says they're from New York City and they don't tell you the block, the whatever the fuck, what's around it. Or they, they probably, can't, they, yeah, they can't <laughs> tell you landmarks. Yeah, I'll be going up the I'll be going to the corner store, you know the one down at um whatever, whatever. I I'm not gonna disclose my location because I don't want you yeah, to but that's yeah. but I'm just saying, sweetie, your mama not black. I'm not gonna say you're not black, but this prison food, whatever the she fuck. Went this to, girl, um, she she reminds me of Nunu from ATL. 
Don't know who that is. You've never seen ATL? No. So Lord London, but it's a movie with T.I. He's the lead. Um, early 2000s. It's like a classic Black movie. Um, coming of age. A lot of those. Um, Lauren London basically plays this Black girl who comes from a affluent uh, upbringing, but she wants to be in the hood with the niggas. And so she's like, I'm new, new. I rocks the new shit. And she basically plays, she pretends to be ghetto to fit in with the ghetto hood boogers. Wow. <laughs> That's what Saweetie gives me. It's just... Go back to just being icy girl. You know, I like that era, but this hood wannabe thing is confusing. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. It's very weird. Because you're not poor and you didn't grow up poor. So it's weird. Well, on that note, good luck. <laughs> good luck. All right. So do we want to take a break and we'll be right back? All right, we'll be back. We are back. I have yes. some fried fish and dumpling, courtesy of the dumpling shop. This is not sponsored here in the <laughs> Um, But yes, I had some greasy food. As ready. you should. All right. So. Yeah. So for this week's Gather Round segment, we, we're coming into a transition period because um, yep. we started this the top of the year. Yep. It's March now, mm -hmm. um, but we just kind of wanted to do like a little three-month check-in. So how's our 2021 going? Um, where are things we're learning about ourselves? Mm -hmm. um, are there areas of growth or areas that we need to grow? Um, how are we dealing with pandemic fatigue? Um, yeah, just kind of stuff like that. Um, so do you want me to start to me or you want to start? Yeah, you can start. And yeah. Maybe, like chime in once in a while and just say feedback or not feedback or whatever. Yeah. Mm -hmm. I think for me, so one big thing, so I guess we'll start with just kind of like a temperature check, you know, things that stand out. Mm -hmm. So things that stand out to me this year. Um, so one thing I find hilarious, this is not personal, but how there's people on social media keeping track of all the crazy shit that happens. Yes, I so saw it's like that January too. was the insurrection, February is Gorilla Glue, March is Megan and Harry. Mm -hmm. That is hilarious to me. <laughs> yes, no, I really do enjoy that though. I saw that. I said, I can't wait. I can't wait for the for the year. I just I, I need this. I actually need it as like an actual real calendar. Mm -hmm. I need Netflix <laughs> to drop something crazy like in April, cause you know, I was tired kidding yes. and love is blind. Yes. Like I need them to come with some heat. Yeah, they do. <laughs> you're right. You're right. You're right. Maybe they will. I don't know. Netflix always, something always sneaks up on us. So we'll see what happens. Let's see. Yes. I don't know. Um, when I, you, they usually show you like previews of stuff. That's like, um, that's that like upcoming and whatnot but i yeah. haven't seen anything. i don't want nothing serious i just give me some trash like I'm so weak oh this <laughs> this one is called marriage or mortgage so i want to watch that it's a reality show so they either get to choose a big wedding or they get to choose their dream house would you what would you rather i would rather choose um the my dream house than a dream wedding yeah because at least with the house you can always <laughs> live this there is forever <laughs> I just, I don't understand the house. What? Right. House. Not, I don't, I mean, I don't care. I mean, 
you're living in the the dream wedding for one yeah. day i mean but, but I it's like if i get the dream house then i can afford a wedding well no that's the problem like the 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 cost of the wedding is just as much as the house like i guess the payment down or down payment for the house or whatever so um but yeah no nah, i would i would that's i would choose the house any day um yeah but no <laughs> we got off topic but yeah so me yeah, sorry one thing what's one thing i've noticed so most of this year i've been in a grind um because i had a deadline mm-hmm. um so one thing that i've noticed about me is that i know how to be consistent um so I know some people they have to be really strict um with their work schedule like I need to be working from nine in the morning to like 5 p.m whereas like me I've I noticed that I'll get the work done so right now I'm easing up on strict timelines so I would typically be like I need to be at my computer by 10 a.m at the latest um but it's like now I just kind of wake up and I ease into my morning um because I know the stuff is going to get done and I trust that. So that's one thing that I've been noticing and just developing more confidence um, and trust in my work ethic and different things. So that's one thing for me. What about you? Mm-hmm. Um, I think I'm, I think for me, I guess my check-in is more of like, I'm dwindling down to the last couple of days of being 24. Mm-hmm. I just thought about that. Um, and I think um, I'm really going into being 25 kind of happy, which is really good. Uh, and I kind of want to keep it that way. Like finding this newfound joy, I guess, has been very um, good for me as a person. Um, I'm not sad all the time or not, or not as much. I don't know, but it's only been like two weeks so (laughs) who knows what will happen next week but I am I think professionally like life is good um you know still it's still hard as shit and I'm still grinding um personally it's gotten a lot better um with with just life like trying to start open back up but I don't Mm -hmm. know I am and I think the weather the weather is a big component obviously to all of yes so um, mm-hmm. now that we're out of like that I mean we still have some cold fronts to deal with because winter is not over right mm-hmm. but I think um, it's moved by time has moved by really fast to me I feel like in the these first couple of months like mm-hmm. I'm always surprised when it hits March in a new year like damn it's already March yeah I think for me so yeah this will be a back and forth March it feels like we're like in a new phase because like the year started off like damn what the fuck like (laughs) (laughs) there's a lot that happened in yeah a whole fucking Um, insurrection and I feel like February I was playing catch up Mm -hmm. um so yeah I think for me another thing that I've noticed um so I set intentions well this I'm still talking professionally I'll get to like personally um but I set intentions last summer so summer of 2020 um and I it's interesting to look back at those now to see like what areas I've made progress in so like one of my intentions was to prioritize working on my thesis because 
when I started it, it was the summer and there was like racial unrest and the pandemic was like just getting cracking. And I was like, mm -hmm. I don't want to type a paper. I feel like this shit doesn't matter. Yeah. <laughs> um, and so like now it's like I've defended, it's done. But then also another thing I was like, I want to prioritize, I no, my intention was I want to take ownership of my professional development. Um, so as a first year graduate student, I just kind of felt like, I don't know, I wasn't making progress on much, but I know a lot of grad students feel that way. Um, but I felt like I could have done more to kind of like network and to reach out to be more open-minded to different opportunities. Right. Um, so coming into my second year, I was like, I'm going to be more open to different things and to not... I tend to count myself out before I get a chance to be told no. Um, so that's something that I've been working on. Um, and so like this year, I have conference presentations. Um, I have different talks that I'm doing. Um, so, and I've been, you know, taking on different opportunities, which is something that I wouldn't have done if I didn't check my own like insecurities and whatever, like imposter syndrome <clears throat> and, you know, shit like that. So I feel like now I'm just, I'm getting to the place where it's like, I trust that I have skills and I'm like, you know, it is what it is. Yeah. Uh, I'm coming as me. So like, even now, like I'll present with a bald head or I'll wear a head wrap. And so like, I'm coming to the space of like, right. I'm just going to be me. You're going to take it or leave it. Right. Right. Uh, <laughs> I mean, and it's, yeah. it's, it's, um, it takes a lot of stress and pressure off you because you don't realize how much energy it takes. Um, yeah. And it's like, you know, if I make a mistake, it's not like, oh, you're like a dumb idiot. Um, it's not the end of the world. It's like, well, I made a mistake. So right. I'm gonna just keep pushing. Here's how I can adjust and improve. Mm -hmm. um, so I've just had a different mindset when it comes to my professional life. Um, so I'm grateful for that. Yeah, I agree. I, I, um, I know the feeling of like, feeling, you know, sometimes like not uh, thinking you deserve these opportunities sometimes or the changes that come with moving up higher in like the academic realm of opportunities. But, you know, I think for me last summer with like all of that stuff, I just kind of decided to just dive in and be like, yeah, I'm going to focus on something that brings me joy or just puts me out there like I'm gonna be my own yes person and then with mm -hmm. that came all of these other opportunities like and now you know now I have to say no which is very hard because you know for so long I was like yeah I'll do it because you know I had to mm -hmm. but now it's like you know you don't have to, I don't have to do it anymore I choose I can choose what I want to do um and and uh yeah, I think it, it it takes time. It's a journey, you know. Yeah. I'm still on it too. Like I'm I'm not bald headed, but I, you know, I got hair, so like <laughs> I wear my hair out. You know, like the same thing like you. Like I I never. I mean, I guess I was kind of when I first started conferencing professional, but then I went to these conferences and these people were wearing regular ass shoes and mm -hmm. sneakers. I was like, you know what? New fuck balances. This. Yes. White men love a new balance. I love a new balance, so <laughs> I'm not even talking shit. Yeah, so, you know, it got to a point where it's like, I can wear wild colors. I can wear red lipstick. I can do whatever yeah. I want. Like, 
my work is what you're here to look at. You're not here to look at me. So, I mean, you can mm-hmm. look at me because I'm fire, but, <laughs> but, you know, so um, it was just, it's, it's, it, it, it comes with the territory. And I think the more we get into this field, I think it's just to, it can be intimidating when you, when you don't know that something that is not familiar to you. Yeah. And you don't have, you may not necessarily have role models or a lot of people that have done this before you are exactly doing what you're trying to do because you're also charting your own way. Mm -hmm. Um, And how a lot of things I'm noticing a lot of things that I perceived as obstacles, not saying there aren't very real institutional systemic barriers, but there's a lot, we have a lot of control. I don't want to say like, you know, people are responsible for their situations or, you know, their life outcomes, but there are, we have a lot of self-limiting beliefs that can hold us back in certain instances. Um, So like for me, I've just been noticing where it's like, this wasn't, this wasn't other people. This wasn't something external. It was me all along Mm -hmm. holding myself back. Um, So that's something that I've been noticing a lot. And it's like, you know, yeah, it's very tough to reckon with that. So it's like, there are things outside of my control, but I've been noticing, like you, you a lot of times it's it's all on you. Mm-hmm. You're holding yourself back. Yeah. Um, so that's one thing I've been working on. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I think you have, I mean, you have me in your corner, so I'll always let you know, listen, go for it. Um, and I'm always here for the advice to share and give and um mm-hmm. And I don't know, I, we, you know, we are in different paths where when it comes to academia, but I feel like I still have some, hopefully some good knowledge when it comes to <laughs> thesis writing or, you mm-hmm. know, just like looking for opportunities and, and helping. Yeah, to I think it's also, I think for a lot of us Black women that are maybe in more so like academic or like, you know, different professional careers. Right we have to utilize our network. So like, even it's like, you're not exactly doing what I'm doing, but you are out here doing your own shit, paving your own way. Um, and it's sometimes it's, it's, I'm learning now it's good to unpack and process things with people. Um, because you can't always, your family may not always be able to relate to what you're going through, but it's like, I know this black woman, she's in a professional setting. Let me unpack this with her. Um, so that's something I'm also noticing um, so it's like, oh, there's a black girl in class and I like what she's saying. She spin facts. I was like, I'm gonna email her and be like, I feel like we should get to know each other, <laughs> which is very weird for me. Cause I don't fuck with people. Um, but it's like, you know, why not take that chance? Why not, you know, try to reach out and build these support systems. It's like, I'm black in this white department. You're black in your white department. Let's vet together. <laughs> Um, so I feel like mm-hmm. that's also something like we can utilize, you know, each other for. Yeah. Because um, it, it is tough, especially, mm-hmm. you know, when you may be the only one yeah. or you may not have people that exactly understand what you're doing. Right, right. But next, oh, I don't know if you Oh, I want. I had a question. Did you mm-hmm. have like, because since we're doing our check-ins, did you have a like three-month goal or um, do you think or or were you planning it like? that's just my general question like yeah thinking about it and it's like I didn't really have like a three-month goal but I feel like I've accomplished so much in like this just a short amount of time um 
so I just wanted to hear what what your thoughts were that like what was your three-month goal and and do you have another three-month I guess also my continuing question is what is our three-month goal and was it March April May June? Mm-hmm. yeah we can also say for the podcast too right um yeah so I don't set I didn't have a three-month goal but I had a year-long set of intentions so mm-hmm. I started I worked with my therapist on setting like maybe like 10 or so intentions mm-hmm. um, that I'm still working on. So we started this last summer um, because a lot of them were like academic milestones. So like working on my thesis, professional development. Um, another one was, there was something about personal. So so one of my intentions, I don't have my notebook with me right now, but mm-hmm. no, take it time. was like, I intend to prioritize. No, I intend to communicate when I feel the urge to withdraw or isolate. Um, So that was my intention because I noticed that, so I'll just repeat it again, because that was kind of choppy. So I intend to communicate with others when I feel the urge to withdraw or isolate. So last um, year when I was very depressed and I wouldn't answer like texts or phone calls, I would just kind of isolate into a bubble and then I just, I don't know. I kind of felt like, you know, people don't want to be around me or like I'm a, I'm a, what's what I'm looking for? A burden to other people. Mm-hmm. Um, Cause that's like also like why friendships are hard for me. Cause it's, I don't know if like I can be myself or to, to take that chance to be honest and vulnerable. Mm-hmm. Um, Cause I say all the time, I'm not the fun friend. I feel like I still have some insecurities about that. But I roll my eyes at that. Cause not, I am not. Do not call but me. But we've had out. fun. But but I do. But yeah. But I'm also. I'm it's in a, different. I think I I'm in a different season. Mm-hmm. Like I I don't know. Fun is weird to me now. Besides like watching TV and my dogs. Well, I think that's what I do. Like I. That's how we. But I think a lot of that is how we also connected as friends as well. Like, yeah. We would be watching Power together. Mm-hmm. Holyoke or yes, I'm or, great to watch TV with. Yeah. But um, noticing now, I feel like I'm better at reaching out or yeah. communicating when yeah. I need to isolate. Whereas like before, I'm just like, I'm not. You just ghost. Yeah. Destiny, Destiny. This is what Destiny will do. Destiny will <laughs> say, "I'm hard at goodbyes." You, I, me, coming home late at night after finally submitting my thesis. Destiny's gone. Shit is packed, and the note is left on my bed with a picture frame, like. Love you. I'm sending you a four. Bye. Letter. I was like, this bitch without saying goodbye. I was. I, I hate was, goodbyes. I was butthurt, but I was like, you know what? I had to look. I had to look at it in a different light. Like this is your love language, right? It's. It's. Yeah. And so I can't expect people to fulfill my my love language when their love language is different. So, um, but yeah, don't do that shit ever again, or else I will cut you. Yeah. No, but I feel like also <laughs> that comes with that comes with being more emotionally intelligent. Yeah. So now, like I know, like I have this pattern of ghosting. So like when I feel like it, I'm going to reach out and be like, hey. I want to isolate. I'm just letting you know that. Like, I don't dislike you. I'm yeah. not mad at you. Because um, I think it's hard when you're cultivating newer friendships mm-hmm. to kind of be that honest with people. Yeah. Um, but I always I look at like, ours and I don't, like, I never see it. That what, what, yeah. Whatever you talk about, like, I don't, I, I've never experienced that with you. Well, the thing, the thing that I do is my therapist says, she says, I put certain people in a box. 
So like, these are the people that I fuck with heavy. Uh, I can be honest and true with them. And then there's other people that I'm like, no, I'm not even going to give you that opportunity. So, so maybe they will be there for me uh-huh. and be good friends or support systems, but I don't even give them that opportunity because in my mind, I've already placed you over there. Oh, so still damn. working on that, but I think I'm getting better. Mm-hmm. Um, so like, I'll give you all an example. Well, I live in the middle of nowhere, so ain't much to do. But one night it was, it was when we had that stretch of like really cold weather and like, we couldn't even go outside. It was like negative 20 for like yeah. two um, And I was just really going stir crazy in the house. Cause I couldn't even go on walks or anything like that. Um, Cause it was so cold out. So I hit up some friends and I was like, can we just go to Target? <laughs> it was like eight o'clock at night. And I was like, I just need to get out of the house. And I was like, cause I'm going crazy. Will mm-hmm. you go to Target with me? So I feel like that was yeah that was good that was really good learning to reach out um Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. when i need help because it's all it's all so tough yeah Um, but i'd say that's that's a goal that i feel like you know i'm working on and it's not like okay i've done it i'm done but i feel like that's something that's really big for me um giving people the chance to be supportive um because there's also there's that fear of rejection or the the fear of like being shamed or judged Right. Um, I always feel like I'm Debbie Downer. Niggas can't judge me. Only God can judge me. <laughs> <laughs> Niggas love to get that tattoo across the chest. That's the same. Thing. Oh, my mother. <laughs> <laughs> yes, mommy. I'm cussing up a storm. I'm sorry. Oh, I'm sorry. <laughs> well, I mean, this is what happens when you live at home. You know, you do shit. Well, I'm doing <laughs> shit that uh, you know, brings me joy. So. Um, and if people don't like it, well, what about you? Any goals you feel like you hit? I was gonna ask, I was gonna ask you to talk about your professional milestones because the folks may not know, but you be working. Yeah, out here in magazines and stuff. Get out. <laughs> yes, let's talk about it. Oh gosh. Um, what magazine was I in? Um, I was yeah, but that was back in December. Me, uh, <laughs> come on we talk about affirming and claiming that being uh, your truth so okay, tell the people okay. like what you do you know uh, last year uh i wrote a essay for black and physics week and it got published in a physics magazine called physics world Yes, it did. Um, what was the what was the piece about? Uh, the piece was about measuring uh, measuring success. So what, um, just like overall being a good student and what does that mean and how do we measure it? So I pretty much talked about uh, successes. I used to you know I used to think successes the accolades and the you know the trophies the money mm-hmm. the grants. But really what success is like your impact on you that you have on your community and who's supporting you and who's the work for. So that was my essay and um, it got published. Yay! (laughs) It got published and it was put in a careers book as well. So I have that somewhere in my room. Uh, So yeah, that was a milestone that happened. I mean, and then after that, you know, shit just kind of took yeah. off. I was interviewed by my Holyoke. Um, yes, they you wrote were. an alumni piece. I just got recently interviewed by Pace. They're like, you know, you're just so interesting. I was like, what? How did you find me? 
um so yeah i'll be out here in these streets doing 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 um academic shit which i love to do mm-hmm. uh, oh my goodness <laughs> just walked in again. <laughs> goodbye <laughs> do you want to talk about the process to like finally I'll taking that later, step bye to finally taking the leap to like you know i'm gonna do this you know physics um, education stuff or maybe any mental blocks you had yeah i guess so um it was never my intention to uh combine the two things together like physics and theater when i was at my holyoke i did physics i studied physics did my went to class right and then i did theater i performed destiny knows my monologues i found a performance of myself that like in the amphitheater i was like oh my gosh it made me it made me cry um and so i think for me i just really enjoyed i i mean you know as much as i struggled in physics i did enjoy the community and i did like enjoy the material i think now that i'm out of it i have a better appreciation for it it taught me how to have a good worth ethic i don't necessarily think that i'll be using equations uh or mathematical like the mathematical side and all like the applied stuff but i generally like like the concepts and just like just how it works and experimenting and i also like just like inspiring uh, youth mm-hmm. really I think that has mm-hmm. always been <laughs> it's always been my passion as much as I don't like to admit it but yeah I like I, I just want the future to love science the, as much as I did when I was a kid um, and yes. so for me the process really was just being my authentic self right mm-hmm. I wrote I, I applied to my RUs like this is what I do and then I just kind of you know, the opportunities came to me. And you know, what's funny, I have this sticker now on my computer that I got from this artist called Pink, um, Pink Lomi. I, I think that's how you say her last name. Yeah. Um, I'm sorry if I butcher your name. I'm not good with words, but it says I attract opportunities wherever I go. Mm. Right. So if I, if I never applied myself, if I never decided to just, sit down and not even just do the research but just sit down and write and just kind of be authentic and just be like I I have a tendency I like wash my hands of stuff I do it and then I forget about it mm-hmm. and then months later things just start popping up again mm-hmm. um because I don't I don't put pressure into it. I, I, I guess this is just kind of my, 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 the process that I also with God as well. Like, you know, that's where my faith comes in. Right. I pray about these stuff and I talk to God about the opportunities and, and I've all one, one thing about the scripture that has always stayed with me is that God doesn't work if you don't work, you know, like I think something, something to that matter. Right. Like he's not going to give you blessings if you're not put in the work. So I've always put in the work. I've always done what I had to do. And that's just kind of how, things have have happened for me like yeah you know and if I, I think one part of why I got so much recognition was because I just one day decided during the summertime I was just I was like I haven't done any I wasn't really doing any research I just kind of started um work but it wasn't like high 
I was bored. <laughs> really, that's what it was. I was in mm-hmm. quarantine. I was bored. And I wanted to focus on myself and not get involved with anybody or any people or mm-hmm. whatnot. Like, I just wanted to do something that would benefit me. And that's kind of how this idea popped up. And it just went on its own. Like, I, you know, I've talked with other people who yeah. have viewed my work and used it in, in their high schools. And I was like, mm-hmm. dang, like, I didn't know, like, and and I think that's the great thing about what I do, right? I, and um, it's just been, it's been great. It's been really great and I do enjoy it. And it's very weird when people are like, you're doing so much, you're, you're amazing. And I, I, and I'm, slowly and surely accepting accepting and of that because it took me a really long time to stand fully and just accepting like yeah I'm a physics major yeah I'm smart like and accepting that I'm smart has been really hard (laughs) because I've never felt I've always felt I've never been top the top student or top tier like right I've just I've done well for myself right but I've never Mm -hmm. been one to be top of my class or like to or, you know, like the people who've received all of those. Yeah, no, I get what you're saying. Accolades. So um, mm-hmm. to see the, how my, you know, just how my personality and my charisma has really helped me along the way has been really beneficial um, mm-hmm. to that. That is beautiful. Yeah, I think same for me professionally. I'm, I move out of alignment now. I don't try to force things. I'm just like, if it's for me, it'll come to me. If it yep. doesn't, then whatever. And I don't beat myself if it doesn't come to mm-hmm. me um yeah but yeah if things are if things are aligned with you so nowadays everything is like alignment yeah P- personally professionally yeah socially I'm like if it's if it's meant to be it will happen yeah and I think um you know I've I I never set these goals for myself about you know doing this type of research or mm-hmm. I just I went with the flow right yeah and I and now I look back and I'm like wow I did I did this and and it's been great and you know I'm still I'm always looking for the opportunities but right now I'm just trying to slow down and I'm learning how to set boundaries and not and 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 keep with my own time because you know I love mm-hmm. to take on a project and then just be Mm-hmm. stress and I'm trying to be less stressed and I'm trying to be much more happier and I feel like it shows right I I um I really love what I'm doing and I'm not I'm not yeah. anxious to be moving on to the next thing which is mm-hmm. usually what happens and why I take on so many projects mm-hmm. um yeah. like even like this like I do didn't you feel learn- like the quarantine oh no go ahead oh like even our podcast like I didn't really realize like this is this is like a this is a project as well you know so it and it's may not be what I'm what I traditionally do professionally but it's still something that I am putting my all into and you know um I don't want to disregard that as well mm-hmm. So, yeah, I think also just the mindset. I think quarantine, I was going to ask you this. Right. Do you feel like quarantine has kind of helped with that aspect? Because I know for me, mm-hmm. quarantine has taught me to slow the fuck down. And everything doesn't have to be like, go, go, go. Mm-hmm. It's like, you know, okay, do this. Now reflect. Right. I'm back to do something else. So yeah. I think also I'm learning to reflect more mm-hmm. and not just on personal shit, but also professionally. Mm-hmm. Uh, the reflection is so important. And then also, reflecting with others and people that you trust right right um that's also important um because it's like you know 
you might think this work is interesting, but then sometimes you may feel a little insecure. Like, is this even good? Like, am I tripping here? And so it's always good to kind of process that with other people. So I'm learning how to do that too, especially with like research. Um, Cause I just be like, this ain't, this is, this sucks. But, and I'll be like, what's wrong with you? <laughs> nah, I feel you. I think, um, I think what quarantine has taught me was that, hmm. It's taught me to face my fears. Mm-hmm of being lonely, of being alone, of putting myself out there and just doing, doing it and, uh, you know, just, just creating something, right? Mm -hmm. I am a creative person, but I never thought I could create something that was my own. Mm -hmm. And what I mean is, right, whenever I was doing something creative it was because someone was putting on a production right there's uh theater is built for uh, mainly in theater theater is built off of collaboration right and i mean and i still collaborated with right because in order for me to do my own projects i had to meet with these people but mm-hmm. to forefront it and be i have these questions ask these questions edit the videos add, add in the music do mm-hmm. the outros do the intros like just depending on myself and my own yeah. Like, and just setting up a schedule. Like I mm-hmm. said, all There's right. There's a freedom every, there. Yep, mm-hmm. right. I did it every two weeks and I told, I put it out in the abyss. So it wasn't an, anyone really coming up to me and being coming down my neck like, you didn't do this. It was my own own accountability. And that's what I'm constantly um doing because I think there's power there's really I found that there's a lot of power when I speak my truth out loud mm-hmm. and what I mean is if I say like like when I told you two weeks ago my plan this summer is to paint and set up a shop like now I have to hold myself accountable in that like mm-hmm. it I just I'm I guess also too the fear was not disappointing myself because other people can disappoint you, but it, it it hurts a lot more when you can disappoint your own self. Like that mm. shit is sad. So yeah, I, I I don't know if quarantine has I think quarantine has helped me for the better. I mean, I was still suffering from right the depression and the loneliness, but Yeah, it's not like you know it solved all your problems, but yeah, I think there's there's it, certain it brought to light. Mm-hmm. It challenged me in a way, yeah. Because you couldn't ignore it because you're at home. Mm -hmm. Right. (laughs) It definitely challenged me in a way to, instead of just talking about it, like just talking about what I want to do and actually do. Mm -hmm. Um, And I'm grateful for that. I don't know if it taught me to slow down. I think now that I'm, um, what what I experience in the, as becoming being a professional and being in school that has taught me to slow down a mm-hmm. lot <laughs> because it, it, it's a lot of work to do to to go to school and be an educator like mm-hmm. it, that shit is not easy and one thing that I'm grateful f- 
And, and that's one thing I take away because right, I went away for a year to grad school for physics and I still wanted to have fun, right? I was looking for people to hang out with. I wanted, I thought it was going to be another experience of college, but it opened my eye to be like, no, like that's not how grad school is. So I was much more prepared coming now into this, mm-hmm. this program that I'm doing because, and then I also just have people in my corner who visually presented like all the shit to me. My friend was like, here is, here is, here is your life. You have school. They can't see you, Tamia. Oh yeah. I'm, well, I'm showing destiny. I got my iPad in my hand. Just pretend, just pretend like I have blocks in my hand, right? I have a, a, a big block in my hand and then I'm just piling, piling different shit on top, right? I got my books. I got, I got school. I got work. I got a podcast. I got, um, right. I got, I got, my other projects I gotta paint I gotta read the lecture or go to go to like there were so many little components different 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 components that I wasn't keeping a track of and so it got to the point where it was like I was just exhausted I was like mm-hmm. I'm and and exhausted and frustrated and tired of being unhappy and uncomfortable so um definitely the end of the year took me out. I mean, even the beginning of the year, it's kind of get, gotten better because I've finally got my kind of a, a good hold on um, just the momentum at which which this kind of working, working and going to school life is like. And then it will get easier because I'll be mm-hmm. done with it in May. Yeah. So, um, but yeah. I, I I don't even know how this question arises, but I think that, yeah, at the end of the day, like for my, you know, overall goal and intention, and I like that you mentioned intention because I didn't have any in- intentions for the year, but mm-hmm. I think I come up with the intentions as I go on, go along, right? Mm-hmm. Go along with the year. Like, I think one thing that I, I, I was like out of therapy, I wanted to be happy and I found, I kind of found it now um because of you know I just like they're just kind of obstacles I have to get through and then deal with it as it goes like and you know be anxious make this an episode (laughs) oh yeah yeah so yeah I I I, um I mean you know I I don't want to talk yet about other stuff yet like what I plan to do in the fall um, because y'all, y'all won't be ready, but <laughs> yeah, um, let's do, let's come yeah, back I, in a yeah. few months. So that'll put us at the summer. So yeah, uh, well, the intention is to, oh my gosh, I'm choking on my own. Well, no, we'll do like another check-in in three months or yeah, two. Yeah. Yeah. Well, May, sure. Cause we'll be mm-hmm. celebrating. Yeah, pretty much. Hell yeah. So I guess then it is what are, I mean, we can say that now, what are our intentions for the, for the summer or, or for the next couple of months? But, um, do you have any? I feel um, like- hold on. So okay. I was going to say one thing. So yes. I think another thing with me is that, so I've been in therapy for like over a year now. And just one thing that I've noticed and learning to be okay with is that some days will be great. Some weeks I will be in my groove. Things will be flowing. I'll feel good. And then shit could just crumble. And I don't know how to function 
Um, so I'm learning to be okay with that. And there's not always like a cause, like, well, why am I feeling this way? What can I do? And it's like, sometimes it's just like, you're just not going to be okay, especially with things being as crazy as they are these days. Yeah. And I'm learning to be okay with that. And so when things are, when things feel like they are crumbling, it's like, okay, how can I reduce harm? How can I nurture myself um, in the way that I need to? Right. Um, so I just wanted to put that out there. So we're not saying like everything is like, you know, rainbows and shit, but, no. but I'm, know, when things do arise, it's, you know, okay, I'm going to notice it, create space mm-hmm. for it and I'll keep pushing. Yeah. I think, yeah. I mean, I mean, yeah, you know, every, almost every week I've come on and been like, I'm sad. I'm depressed. Like this, mm-hmm. I feel like this is the first time I've come on here. I'm like happy to be here. Mm-hmm. Um, and just like, just happy and jovial to be alive. Like, yeah and i'm i'm i i i i despise whenever that unhappiness is gonna creep up because even like i mean i even had a situation this past week where um where like darkness was just like trying to step on my neck and i had to like force myself like no we've been happy i'm not going down that path so even though i wasn't feeling it i listened to my spanish music because you know that that was that gets me in an upbeat mood I was um watching my tv shows I was playing animal crossing I was doing everything right eat regardless that I was feeling like shit mm-hmm. I was still trying to create happiness and yeah that happiness it's a practice I deserve it regardless mm-hmm. if I feel shitty regardless if I feel like I didn't I didn't do my best that day yeah and it's also like me I'm learning is you know it's okay to grieve things and you're not being dramatic Mm-hmm. So like for me, I was like kind of sad because I wanted to celebrate my defense with my family because there would be like a cookout yeah. music and I would see my sister and like it was sad that I couldn't do that. And instead of being like toughen up, you weak bitch, like I was like, you know Don't what, I'm going to sit in this. I'm going to call them and, you know, I'm going to just sit in these feelings and be OK with that. Um, That's going to be I me. got up and kept pushing. So yeah. it's. It's, you know, adapting, being aware, because being an adult is just adapting to change. Mm -hmm. (laughs) That's why my Holyoke's model is never fear slash change. Oh, that's what it is? Yeah. Oh. At least that's what it is. I'll keep it to myself. (laughs) At least that's what it was when when I applied. I don't even remember that essay, but. Do you want to talk about, so I wanted to end this um, three-month check-in. Do you want to talk about where we see this in three months? Um, so, podcast? Yeah, the podcast. Mm. What do we see for Gather Round Grow? Or, you know, what yeah. topics do you want to delve into? If there's, maybe there's people we yeah. want to be featured. Mm-hmm. I definitely see more guests in our future, especially maybe during, maybe starting in the summertime. So we get that lined up, you know, bang, 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 bang. Um, true, true. Yeah, I just, I just think, honestly I just I just see a lot of wholesome content like I feel like we're already curating that and I think we're getting a better flow at it and I one thing I I credit that too is because I listen back to the podcast I'm like oh I say wow a lot and so I'm like all right I gotta make sh- I do I do right when whenever we start getting merch it's gonna be mind your business and wow those are the two things that's going on t-shirts or something yes. I don't know <laughs> um because i i say that a lot because 
but I don't mean wow as I'm stunned, like wow as in wow, people really be actually acting a fool out there in the streets. Mm-hmm. Um, so, but well, yeah. Yeah, so maybe, maybe March. I, I, I don't know. I feel like months. I would love that, right? Even if it's just stickers. Yeah, I think I really would love to grow our community even more. And, uh, you know, I think I, I think I recently just submitted us to like a directory of black podcasts. So, mm-hmm. and they commented on one of our posts. And oh, like, nice. Yeah. So hopefully, you know, we'll get added there and mm-hmm. that will increase our exposure. I don't know. I'm trying to work with Twitter. I think also with listeners, I don't know, because I'm not on social media as much because right. I'd be having to take breaks for mental health reasons. Same. But same. I want to, I think it's also hard. Um, just in this day and age building up a community yeah um but I would want to have more interaction with our listeners and I don't know Mm -hmm. if that's like maybe a zoom event or like lives or something but I want to I want to have more engagement with listeners so like letters and stuff like Mm -hmm. or even if we like you know create intentions together as like a gather around grow community I want to do something like that yeah well, I, I mean, I always look at our analytics and we're now up to 150 all-time wow. downloads. So thank you for listening to us crazy folks over here <laughs> just yeah. talking shit. Um, but, you know, like that's just uh, the progress we have made and, you yeah. know, since we started in January. I want to know what people get out of this. I'm also mm. curious, like what parts of things that we right? Our most popular, our most popular days are Wednesdays between the hours of 10 and 11 a.m. And our top country is the United States. <laughs> Don't we have a listener in Germany? We do. Well, hi. I want to know who that is. <laughs> Welcome. Hello to you. Hi. We see you. We, we. Yes. I don't know. No, not anymore. I don't see it on the map. Oh, maybe the beginning one. We got people in Stanford. We got people in Brooklyn. Brooklyn. Well, I know. <laughs> oh no, but this is like the past seven days. Let's see all time. Um, we got. Oh yeah, we do have people out here in the. Uh, we got people in Spain. Hey, how you doing? Yeah, I want to grow our community. Yeah, and also, Detroit, Houston. Okay. Hey, everybody. Um, Denver. Um, so we appreciate it, you know. Yeah, um, growing social media. Like I see us being one of those like. Yeah, we have three downloads in Germany. Hey. One of those like <laughs> black girl pages on Instagram that be having them like community discussions. Right. Like I want to do something like that, but I'm also I kind of like, like being incognito on social media. <laughs> you gotta make a finsta. May I think I might make a finsta because I. <laughs> I just want to uh, dot and hoe. Yeah. <laughs> not not really. No, let me stop. I don't want to do that stuff. Um. Well, I do, but not mm. not in, not in the way that y'all think. Just acting a fool. I want to be problematic on the internet, and that's what offensive <laughs> for me. I see us getting more monetary support. I hope so. In three months, wow. allies, what y'all doing? Come through. You y'all- can donate. Y'all There's went a whole video. Black History Month. Y'all didn't, y'all didn't hit us up. Um, it's Women's History Month now. We are Black women. So what's up? There you go. All right. PayPal. There's a, there's a, we don't have a Patreon anymore. That was going to be a lot of work. But hopefully yes. in the future, I don't know if this takes off. We'll see. I think one thing, you know, 
I think one of the goals for the end, like I said, at the end of the year, I just kind of hope we get into a, a, a routine or some type of rhythm where, you know, people want to be really, really involved with this. Like, yeah, it is a community. We want to read what you have to say, you know, mm-hmm. send us DMs. We're not going to air your trash out. I mean, yeah. we can't air your trash out. We'll give you, we'll give you amenity, am- but mm-hmm. um, we just, we're just two regular black women yeah. just going through life and, and mm-hmm. the trials and tribute, exactly what Prince said. Okay. Dearly oh, also beloved. another thing mm-hmm. oh not to cut you off that's no, okay i just i want to so i think about like me as a teenager and how i could have used some guidance from a black girl just yeah. who was older and could you know talk to me about the things my mama wouldn't like sex or beauty or self-esteem just like shit like that and i want to i don't know because i don't want to be there's like an issue with minors like you know I'm very sensitive to that but I I want to know if there's a way that we can engage with younger black girls um just you know because we're young adults and just kind of navigating things and stuff right. I would have wanted someone to tell me right. like well, yeah. I don't know but I don't know how to do that I mean there's mentoring programs but they're more geared to like science but I only know science yeah because I am in science Um, just like something to help you like just be a black girl in this fucked up world and Mm -hmm. for you not to internalize stuff about your appearance appearance or intelligence or just to be able to to express things like we weren't talking about mental health when I was a teenager right right so I don't know I wish there's I don't know if there's maybe we'll just have to create our own yeah like maybe make it a make it a like a sub sub area of the gather round and grow yeah, like with the youth, the youth, if they're right. a youth of Gather Around Grow. Because the also, young, they're growing the up in an era. Yeah. Yeah, they're growing up in an era we didn't have to. Mm-hmm. So they're also growing up in a pandemic. We didn't have to do that. Nah. So I also want to know, fun. like, what is it like, you know? Like, they got their own set of, yeah. you know, struggles. I think, I mean, I work with them. Mm-hmm. Like, I see it. Like, like they, they just want to chat with you and see you and, and like, they want to make connections with their friends and they, they be on TikTok. These kids be yeah. on TikTok. Yeah. I feel you know, like there's I don't a lot of these enjoy, spaces but... for, there's a lot of these spaces for like adults, but I feel like, you know, not everyone may make it to adulthood. Mm-hmm. And if there's a way that we can reach children younger, right. Um, because there is a, an alarming rate of black children, you know, right, right, self harming and dying by suicide. So I don't know. That's something I think about, but I don't know. Yeah. We'll figure out Ponder something. On that. We'll, 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 um, face it. Also, if send us resources, that would be yes, great as well. Um, yeah, I think about you and like how you're creative and artistic, and like, is there a way we can like cultivate something with like using your strengths with like the youth or something? I don't know. I don't know yet. I think, I mean, it's always been my dream to like have a youth center. Mm -hmm. Um, And so, you know, but that's, that's something that might happen like later. Yeah. Right. It's kind of, I mean, we can't cultivate it over zoom, but I'm also very tired of zoom. I am. I'm tired of seeing people virtually. It's a great, it's been a great tool and resource, but I also like social interact. I'm an extrovert. Like mm-hmm. I want to just, you know, sit chat and sit and sit chat. You can read body language better and get a better feel for 
just the people that you're around so yeah yeah it's zoom fatigue is real but maybe maybe we'll try to put together one zoom mm-hmm. event yeah we can start there and then see how yeah. it off all right i think that was great anything else we want to add before we do our we last segment um any really quickly any topics you want us to dive into mm-hmm. listeners tell us uh, we kind of have an idea of you know things we want to get into yeah um as we transition into right. a new season of life in the year i want to talk about sex toys um oh, yeah <laughs> but no on a serious note like i think we should have a conversation about like you know yeah pleasure and sex toys and Mm -hmm. destigmatizing you know masturbation for women and you know how to buy your first sex toy if you know easy amazon yeah (laughs) we're we're gonna help you in that process and what is it like right yeah and and um what maybe where did you get the first notion of like sex or um and your introduction to it or things Mm -hmm. you wish you would have known right yeah learning one your thing, body one thing i i had to learn is anytime after girl ladies after you do whatever you do go to the bathroom oh yeah that's not fun mm-hmm. it's not fun so you know like some stuff like that like yeah learning like about stuff that. we didn't you know my mom wasn't telling me yeah yeah i mean and even i think even like growing up in college like i think because media has like perpetually portrayed sex as being like this like passionate mm-hmm. romantic thing like I'm awkward <laughs> you know like it's awkward sometimes like it's it's funny you're laughing you're, you know you're you're cl- mm-hmm. cl- I'm clumsy so yeah. you know and just kind of be and you know I think for me a, a lot of the time I was very insecure about it but like right we'll we'll, we'll 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 dive into that a little bit more but yeah I mean I can sh- I I had I can talk about that for days but, you know me I just I, I've been single for a, a while so <laughs> I have accumulated a, a mm-hmm. nice arsenary yeah and even arsenal. if you aren't single you know it doesn't right. mean that yeah kind of talking about that too right couples using it and what is that like and um yeah I think that's that's a good that's topic. a good one I think relationships so not just right um what is it romantic but also platonic, platonic professional and- relationships not everybody's your damn friend right some people are colleagues some people are associates mentor some mentee people, some people are niggas you went to high school with I'm so that's weak. not your friend I'm so weak <laughs> So we don't do that. <laughs> oh yeah, we wanted to talk about um what is it like going to a women's college? Not Spelman. That's not Spelman. That's not Spelman. Okay. A women's college that is a PWI. Get yeah. it, get it together. Yeah. I think I've wrote I wrote those down though. So. <laughs> <laughs> I wrote it all down. Um uh oh yeah, our relationship with food, right? Food. Um the places we want to go, mm-hmm. um, mindfulness. I know that was another one. Um, networking, right? Post yes. life after college. If you did college, if you didn't mm-hmm. do college, I would love to get someone on who didn't do college and is, um, mm-hmm. you know, I used to, something. Yeah, I've been. That's, judged, that's a to, series. 
<laughs> I've been I I used to judge people who didn't go to college. I was like, y'all didn't mm-hmm. go to college. I mean, but that's also a stigma that runs very deep within the black community. Yeah, non-traditional, you know, career right. paths, mm-hmm. life paths. Yeah. So, um, yeah, and oh, our music, music. Well, I curate a playlist. I right? wanted, yeah, do some music episodes. Yeah. Y'all send us recommendations for like music episodes. Um, yeah, so I would love to get into music. Yeah. Maybe we'll hint on dating, what it's like, <laughs> dive into my life <laughs> mm-hmm. and not Destiny's life. <laughs> yes. Ah, what else? Oh, and hair. Can't forget about hair. All about hair, black hair. Mm-hmm. My hair right now, I look like um, Lil Bow Wow. Wash your, wash your hair, you know. Don't skip wash days, please. Don't skip wash days. Take them crochet braids out, sis. Woo, it's crusty under there. It is crusty. <laughs> um, yeah, I think that's it right now. Those are the big ones. Mm-hmm. So if you want to be featured, don't like be shy about it. Join you don't in. have to, you know, have all these degrees and things. Yeah. You just Maybe I'll, don't be out here ignorant. I'll do like a questionnaire on Saturday. This will already be posted. Like this will drop on Tuesday, mm-hmm. but um the saturday following yeah. this drop um, maybe you do poems and you want to just come read a poem on the podcast let yeah. us let us help you get you out there you know exactly. maybe you got a business big you know, up talk yourself about it yeah big up on yourself all right maybe you draw you know i don't know mm-hmm. maybe you make cakes if you make cakes hit me up because i love desserts oh my gosh there's this girl who i went to <laughs> middle school with elementary school and she like does cakes and i think i might get a cake i might get like she does cupcakes so i might do that for my birthday a good seven up pound cake yeah yeah i think another another thing to talk about is like my birthday (laughs) we record right before um before i turned 25 so Mm -hmm. maybe we'll have it i don't know we'll see what happens i don't know what the hell i'm gonna do you just time. yeah <sighs> all right oh i'm sorry i'm yawning it's been a long day today was fun friday at work we watched um ruth Bader ginsburg's movie hmm. um, it was all right not too bad so self-care right are we talking about Mm-hmm. Yeah, I feel like we. Oh, you talking about in the future or like now? <laughs> no, no, our last segment is self. Oh yes, yes, self care. Um, I'll start the self care segment. What have I been doing to self care? Um, so like I said, I bought myself. I think I said it last week. I bought myself some head wraps. Oh, sure. um so yes my nubian queen I've yes been, my chocolate brown skin nubian spice looking like caramel chocolate glazed pineapple <laughs> sp- <laughs> pineapple uh pumpkin spice rose right. water um yes uh, erica badu <laughs> queen i got some head wraps because i need a haircut and i look crusty but i'm getting a haircut tomorrow so. oh shit you finna look fake you gotta yeah, get I'm- that fade yeah, I may get a part two or design. I don't know. Just be extra black because yes. why not? But yeah, got me some head wraps. So I've been, I've, I've had to be on Zoom a lot for meetings because I've been presenting and shit. So I've been, you know, 
playing in makeup and wearing head wraps, mm-hmm. you know, trying on lashes. I'm learning how to do eyeliner wow. because I just learned that I have hooded eyes. Yeah. And I didn't like- know that you like, there are certain eyeliner shapes that look better for hooded eyes. Yep. So I've been, that's been my self-care. It's just, you know, working on my appearance, you know, doing things and wearing things that make me feel good. Um, so that's mine. Yeah. What about you? I've been buying shit per usual. <laughs> <laughs> I bought me a pair of roller blade, a uh, roller skates. Oh. So um very excited about that. That's my early birthday gift. I've been buying myself gifts. Um like I said to you bitches before, I took all the Brendan Blackwood bags today. So um <laughs> there we go again. Um what else? Oh my I got my Ivy Park. Did I show you my Ivy Park stuff? You show me a bag. Yeah, I got my Ivy Park stuff. So mm-hmm. you know. I just been buying like they just here like you know my room is just getting big messier and overcrowded um as ever um but uh yeah I got me that oh I bought myself some more Fenty lingerie because Rihanna took my money per usual mm-hmm. um I want the new, to talk about the new cotton she dropped some yellow it's like a mustard yellow oh yeah I got I that. they're so cute yeah I got that set I got that set and I got the one with the long robe that's the flowers oh, that's and stuff cute. yeah so I got that Rihanna knows how to make some underwear and some bras let me tell mm-hmm. you because my boobs be looking so good so voluptuous um but nah on a serious note like oh we we also forgot to call Rihanna's drop coming out with a hair care line just drop the mic everything but music it's okay but i think you know what i think she's doing that purposely who the hell wants to be jamming out to rihanna in quarantine we want to be up in the club oh i was like where is this going no (laughs) (laughs) i don't know because rihanna if rihanna's coming out with a reggae album i do not want to be whining by myself in quarantine i mean clubs are open Maybe just not in the right state. Okay. <laughs> there you go. I'm not in the right There are plenty of states that are open. I'm so weak. Um, you don't got to wear a mask no more. Get No, no, <laughs> no, no. And I know what states they are. And I see who the people are. Yeah, to be responsible, okay? Um. So yeah, that's been it. I um haven't really done any other thing of self-care. I've been, again, playing my Animal Crossing. I'm trying to finish my Harry Potter book. Mm-hmm. Um, we'll see what's, I don't know. I'm like on the, the last couple of few chapters and um, yeah, I've just been, I've just been enjoying life, you know, talking to new people, getting out there, just being, just being me. Um, and it's been great. Love to see it. I think that wraps up this week's episode. Um, Woo. Donate to us, donate to our PayPal. You can support us that way monetarily. It's on our um, website. It's on our website. Also follow social media at Gather Round Grow. I'm on Instagram and Twitter. Also like our comment. I mean, like our post, share our post, <laughs> yeah. tell a friend about this podcast. And if you're white, like, or non-black, uh, you need to get to it. I'm, so I'm saying this is how you support and protect black women so, so we y'all y'all love to say we're we're not protected but then y'all don't support us in our businesses and shit so i'm confused where's the lie yeah and also our website is gatheroundgrow.com 
So. Yes. And also hit us up, interact with us. Let us know what you think of this episode, um, topics you want to see us do in the future. Maybe you want to collaborate with us, hit us up, sponsor us. Mm-hmm. We're, we're our email, our email is gatheroundgrow at gmail.com. Mm-hmm. And on that note, thank you for joining us again. See you in two weeks. Bye 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 bye.